0: alone not by my words baby, or not by my efforts. Um, it's what Christ has done for us. And what he's done to men's. It's so special. Um, We're going to continue our study in the book of Romans. You have a- Romans is actually a letter. you bit of a that song. Lord, I am weak. I need your strength. Let me preach your word faithfully, Lord. There are brothers, there are fathers, there are mothers, there are sons, there are husbands, Lord, this morning, Lord, are in need of your word. We need your help, Lord. Give it to us this morning. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Recently, a new in detail about the documentary, Um, but for Kirk Franklin, he longed to be able to have peace on who his father was. And so he searched for years and years of who his dad was, and for him, it's this internal battle that he dealt with of insecurity. He dealt with being afraid for him being bullied when he was younger. So much because of him not having that father that he always wanted as a kid. He felt like this guy right here was his father. He found out like this guy wasn't his father. This guy wasn't his father. And so he always wanted to know who his father was. Some of y'all may not be able to relate to Kirk Franklin anymore. and Dylan. You might can relate to those in Hawaii right now that have been ran out of their houses because of the great fires, and to deal with so much ups and downs because of what happened with the wildfires that took so many houses out, or the earthquakes that are happening all around the world. People are dealing with turmoil. Even in our community, people have dealt with. no matter what belief system that you might be in, for the most part, though, is that everybody in this world will have to go through suffering. We'll have to go through some form of suffering and heartache because of the fall. The fall is that when sin came into the world, chaos came into the world. Division came into the world. Brokenness came into this world. about so brokenness. Now our test today is going to talk about brokenness and suffering. And so the test today is going to encourage us, though, the suffering that we may see with our eyes. It seems like it's always bad. But in our test as believers, it's going to turn suffering upside down from what man in the world may see suffering It's gonna turn around upside down, let us see as Christians. See the world and maybe we can learn from him and see the world the way he wants us to see the world. with that being said today we're going to do it in two points you cannot be a heir if you don't suffer with Christ and the second point is going to be what does suffering look like in the life of the Christian again what does suffering look like in the life of a Christian? If I can title this sermon, I would say, sufferers with Christ. Sufferers with Christ. That's our point number one. You, can, you, can, you can't be an heir if you don't suffer with Christ. He says in the scripture we read, provided we suffer with him. Paul now begins the section of the verse Well, in the ESV, uh, you see the word provided. What is it in the KJV? What do y'all see? Um, It says provided in mind. If. It's in the KJV. The ESV said provided. I think ESV kind of really smooths this out. I think the King James uses this word as if to really stop us in our tracks. So I would like to see this, i have seen this better translated as if indeed. If indeed. This make a strong condition. I'm not an English major, I know Michael Brown, mama, is better in English than me. But this word if indeed is actually a conjunction. It is a subordinating conjunction. It's a part of the sentence that is dependent on an independent phrase. We learned last week about children being heirs of God and heirs of Christ. That's independent. Children are heirs of God, heirs of Christ. We're heirs of Christ. It doesn't need any more information. It said we've been heirs and and we're, we're heirs with Christ. But in our test today, which is dealing with, if indeed we suffer, it is dependent on us being heirs of God and heirs with Christ. This dependent clause makes it a way that being an heir is dependent on suffering. Paul is like some of y'all that might think y'all are heirs might not be heirs. It is more to this heir thing it is more to his hair, as his hair, this heritage. You must indeed suffer as a Christian. At the end of the day, I think the greatest player, well, I know the greatest player to ever play basketball is Kobe Bryant. Y'all don't have to say Amen, but thank you, though. Kobe Bryant, the greatest player to ever live in basketball. And for me, I can say all day that Kobe Bryant is my father. I can say it all day. He's my father. I can say that, but does that make him my father? No. No. It's many other things. They have to take place. They either have to been adopted by him. He has to be my biological father. All of these things must take place. And the same thing here is conditions here but those are going to be heirs or those are going to have the inheritance of God. It gives us some type of criteria. What does this look like? What does it look like for heirs? He said you must suffer with Christ. Again, I mentioned a few moments ago there very many types of suffering in the world. Everybody have to go through some type of suffering in this world one type of stuff that I mentioned earlier is called like natural calamities. The world has fallen so bad things that happen in this world. Some people die. I don't know if y'all saw the football game last night. The guy took a cheap shot and hurt Travis Hunter. So those are natural things happen in this world. People getting hurt. Some even get hurt from a car wreck. Some people might have cancer forms of natural suffering that are rooted in original sin. Another way of type of suffering is other belief systems or other biblical religious religious systems. In Buddhism, many suffer by withstanding emotions in Buddhism. And Buddhism is that, for them, is that for terrorism one person said this in Islam it can be punitive or Allah's will a popular belief a popular Buddhist belief is that suffering is the cost of attachment another source of this is another kind of form of it is Hinduism it encourages the acceptance of pain and suffering as part of the consequences of karma. it's not seen as punishment but as natural consequences of past, negative behavior. In the past life, negative behavior. That's why these things are form of suffering happening. So different beliefs around the world view suffering very different. But all these forms of suffering I just mentioned with Buddhism, Hinduism, and even suffering deals with mankind making themselves righteous. Mankind doing these things to make God happy. It's about man works. But for us they believe that believe in original sin is that for all have sinned and fell short of God's glory, no matter how much good we do, we will never better make the righteousness of God. So as Christians, we don't believe that we ever can make it to this place of peace. Because we can suffer, or because we go through things in this world. Suffering can't save you. Let me make that sense. It makes sense. Because we have sinned against God. So sinners can't make themselves right. Only a perfect Savior can make us right. So suffering can't save us, but Jesus can. Jesus can. Again, some have idolized suffering and made it something that God didn't attend. But suffering is something that God used to bring the Christian more to himself. Again, we're not saved because we suffer. But since we are saved, we will suffer. Paul is letting us know that we would not have an inheritance if indeed we don't suffer. Let me move to the next point. But let me say this right here. We're going to see now how suffering is going to wrap around right into assurance. You want to know if you're really in Christ? Stick with me. Just stick with me in this. Let's move to point number two. What does suffering look like in the life of a Christian? Provided we suffer with him. We just learned that Christians must suffer to be a pair with Christ. But that doesn't sound like assurance, does it? But it actually is. The word suffer is an active verb in our verse. Paul wrote this letter to the Roman church. The Roman church knew firsthand what suffering was like. Christians in the time of, of this time in the first century, they'll be persecuted at every hour. Rome was a place where pagan worship of the pagan gods were everywhere. So it was common for the Christians to say no to worship of the Roman false gods. But also it was important to the Christians to say no to all other forms of sin. To say no to lust jealousy, sensuality, and all forms of sin. So for they that say no are the ones that are suffering for Jesus' namesake. So Paul knew that something was already happening in the Roman church. So Paul encourages the Christians and their assurance with Christ here in our text. He encourages them in a way that is familiar to them, that they are familiar with. Not suffering just to be suffering, but you're suffering with Christ. The Greek word for suffering isn't just suffering, this verse. It actually means joint suffering. It means joint suffering. This is someone suffering with someone else. But well, a contest helps us know the other person in Paul referring to is just suffering with is Christ. Because he just shared with us that we are heirs with Christ. So he's putting us back to Christ again. Now it's suffering. Now it is suffering with Christ. Or joint suffering with Christ. For those that suffer with Christ and deal with thee would be heirs. They have many other Christian group systems that take things and whoops and hit themselves on their back. And they say they suffer for Jesus by hitting themselves. They do this form of physical harm to say well I'm suffering I'm ready to do anything to follow after Jesus that's an unbiblical understanding of suffering but the biblical understanding of suffering it was standing for the old temptation that is in this world So Jesus, in the midst of temptation, Jesus trusted his father. So when Jesus had to suffer, he didn't give in. When Jesus was on the cross, when he was suffering on the cross for something that he didn't do, we don't want to have sin. He didn't sin, But he suffered to honor his father. To show the world he trusts his father, he believed in his father. suffer. And for us being more like Jesus, we will suffer. When we said we believe in Jesus, we said we're going to say no to the things in this world. And a lot of times, again, the church has become a mockery around the world at times. The church should look different from the world. We should be loving the world. We should be kind to the world. We should be sharing Christ to the world. A lot of time, a place a lot of times Christians to bring upon ourselves. It's not that we stand for Jesus. A lot of times we in our character have brought a lot of things on ourselves that we stand and for Jesus. I know for me, I've been the youngest of four brothers. They provoke me more. Be honest with you. But for the most part, though, is that a lot of times we bring things on ourselves, and we say, "Well, we're suffering for Jesus." It's not suffering for Jesus. What we've done, is though, is that we have made a mockery of Jesus in various different moments. I have done it. I'm the biggest sinner in this room. But as Christians, we should be able to be the one. him you would not be heirs with him this is the same condition we have saw earlier in Romans 8 verse 1 there are therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit again there's no condemnation for those that walk not after the flesh but after the spirit not see it come to nation you see what Paul is doing here he also said in Romans 85 for those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh but those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit this for those that are in the spirit, they won't be condemned. For those in the spirit, they're not living in the flesh. You can't do both. You can't do both. Romans 8, 9. You are ever not in the flesh, but in the spirit. You can't be in the flesh and in the spirit. You got to be the one or the other. Paul is showing us the full picture of That if someone believes in Jesus, they are walking in the spirit, not enslaved to the flesh. They are heirs of God, and they are suffering with Christ. If someone said they believe, but not have the spirit, they don't suffer. They aren't heirs. They may say they believe, but they aren't truly walking with Christ. For those that truly walk with Christ they suffer with Christ. It is the ones that are walking after the flesh, the spirit those living according to the spirit and the ones that have the spirit in them are heirs of God they are suffering with Christ these are the ones that are assured are the ones that are truly believing in in the Lord they are suffering from Christ Pause no further because some might say that they have the spirit in them but they don't because they don't suffer they don't say no to the things in this world. They say yes to everything in this world. But for those that are children in Christ, they are not to suffer with Christ. So anybody can say the heirs. But are they, can they say they can suffer with Christ? And the same thing I said about Kobe Bryant. I can say he's my father. I can say he's my dad. I can say those things all day. But what kind of proof do I have? Proof. Anybody that's wrong can say they believe in Jesus. But what proof do we have? I listen. I listen. Okay. John 16.33 tells us: I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. and the world you have tribulation. But take heart. I have overcome the world. John 16.33 is saying is that. Tribulation is gonna come, but Jesus has overcome the world. Suffering will always be in the life of the Christian. As 541. Acts 541. Then they left the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer honor for the night. 1 Peter 4.12 Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice in so far as you share Christ's suffering that you may also rejoice and be glad when, it, when his glory is revealed. If you are insulted for the name of Christ, you are blessed because the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. But let none of you suffer as a murderer or a thief or an evildoer as a meddler. Yet if anyone suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in that name. For it is time for judgment to begin at the household of God. And if it begins with us, what will be the outcome for those who do not obey the gospel of God? The DNA of the Christian life. We don't see suffering a burden, But we rejoice in suffering because our Savior suffered. We get to be more like Jesus in the midst of suffering. We should see it as an honor to be able to suffer because Jesus suffered. One person said this, Jesus tried to not suffer so that you would not suffer. He suffered so that when you suffer, you will become more like him. The gospel does not promise you better life circumstances to promise you a better life. St. Augustine, the African bishop, the African monk. God had one son on earth without sin, but never one without suffering. Listen to that again. God had one son on earth without sin, but never one without suffering. Every son that God has, every child, daughter, Martin Luther, not not Martin Luther King, the other Martin Luther, the German Martin Luther, he said that they gave our master a crown of thorns. Why do we hope for a crown of roses? This is God's universal purpose for all Christian suffering. More contentment in God and less satisfaction in this world, John Piper. Again, this is God's universal purpose for all Christian suffering. More contentment in God and less satisfaction in this world. I can keep going on and on, with people that are that are mentioning here, how suffering is part of the Christian life. So, what does it look like for you in your life? Your life has a story. Everybody in this room has a story. Their path and their journey. Look back at it when you was a kid and how you was raised. Some might have had a mother or father in their life, and some might not have had a mother and father in their life. And some might have said that, hey, I'm gonna make sure that whenever I get older, I'm gonna make sure my kids. your path the eternity was a mistake. Our God is sovereign. If God is in control of everything, if you said let there be, Jared, and everything came to be, the water came, the mountains came, everything came to be. If our God can control you to know that there is a God and for you to be like him. I got seven kids. The seven kids have taught me to be patient. They, they taught me that everything is not about you, Christian. This is bad, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. Everything is bad. But as Christians, we look at things differently now. We don't think things as bad. We see things as God is using this to show us our heart. Something about trial shows us who we are. Something about suffering shows us what we believe in. So Christians, the world might laugh at you. things in this world, it's a reward for you. It's a reward for you. Be encouraged. It tells us this in Matthew 5, 11-12. Blessed are you, but others will value you and persecute you. And other all kinds of evil gifts you, falsely on my account. It says it right here in verse 12. More and more. Michael Brown, this is an amazing American masterpiece. This amazing masterpiece that we know that's in the British Museum. Amazing sculpture that was found in Egypt. It was carved out, it was chiseled out of rock. It was chiseled out, and it became this amazing. Masterpiece that is still passed down. Chiseled it. Suffering is the Lord chiseling at us. Saying no to us and things in our lives, the Lord is choosing the way of exposing who we are to make us more like Him. Now, on the other side of this, for those that, have, that are not believers or felt like they thought they believed they were young, and now they truly believe that Christ lived the life that they can live, and they haven't been living the way Christ has called him a man. To follow Jesus is hard. It's hard. It's hard to say no to things I I enjoy doing but I wasn't a believer. It's hard to say no at times. I'm a pastor, and I'm still telling you, it's hard to follow Jesus. You're going to have to say no to a lot of things. The good thing about it, though, is that when you say no to a lot of things, and being a believer, you have a spirit right there to help us. We're not alone. It's going to carry us and help us. To the time. So I would say is that if you here today that now have seen that you haven't been living for This Bible said the ways of sin is death. You can say you believe a hundred million times. What is the Lord going to say when you stand before Him? Did He say you just said it in words you believe? Or was your life conformed to Him? When you believe, you're ready to live for Him. If you can't comfort say that your life is not. I would say, come to Jesus today. Put your faith in Jesus today. Let us baptize you. Let me end with a couple applications. Do you believe in Jesus, but you're running away from suffering? When there's peer pressure, and everyone else is doing something that is ungodly. Do you trust the Lord or you do things to fit in? And this is not kids in school either. This is grown folks. We, we as grown folks still struggle with identity as well. wanting to fit in. So how do you deal with that? Everybody get it all together over here. Do you trust the Lord in that moment? Or you let go of your values and what God has called you to hold on to? To fit in. That's not suffering. A sufferer is ready to let go of everything to follow Jesus. Anything that gets us to turn from Christ, we must let it go. Second thing, for those that are suffering, for those that commit yourself to the church. I would say, at Christ Redeemer. You can't suffer alone. Many of the biggest issues that we heard of on COVID-19, when it was at one of the biggest things was many loved ones were passing away alone. Many of them were In the Christian life, we see the same thing in a time. A lot of people deal with loneliness. Don't suffer by yourself. Commit yourself here to Christ the Demon Church or to a church. Commit yourself so brothers and sisters come alongside you, they can cry with you, they can weep with you, they can love you, they can be there with you. through the ups and downs. You can't live this life alone. You need help. When Jesus suffered, he didn't suffer alone. temptation gonna come. Let's say no. Let us pray.